Happy Sunday, everybody. Welcome into Mile High Magazine. It's your buddy Murphy Houston here. Another great day in Colorado. We're all blessed to live here. And joining me this morning is Mike Foss, Lieutenant Colonel, U.S. Army, retired and president of Warrior Bonfire. Mike, how are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you for uh, joining us in Mile High Magazine today. Oh, it's my pleasure. Let's talk about Warrior Bonfire. Myself, probably like many listening right now on the radio, don't know what it is, what it's all about, and I think you're the guy to tell us. <laughs> all right. Well, to kind of tell you about Warrior Bonfire, I got to tell you how we how we got started. Do it, please. How we ended up where we are. Uh, a guy named Dan Fordyce, who lives in Vicksburg, Mississippi, a uh, guy I started my army career with, you know, almost forty years ago. Wow. Um, yeah, I know. I'm bit, big, by um, the way, uh, thank you very much for your service. Forty years, way to go, uh, Mike. Good job. It's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. But but Dan got this idea in his head that he wanted to take some wounded warriors on a deer hunt. Him and his brother have a beautiful piece of property outside, about an hour outside of Vicksburg, and they just he just wanted to take some guys on a sure, deer hunt, sure, show them a good time. Sure, why not? So Dan, Dan, being who Dan is, <laughs> he he starts calling up Walter Reed and Bamsey and Balboa and all these big military hospitals, and they all. They all tell him, who are you? Go away. Don't call us back. <laughs> um, and that's just who he is. He's just going to go for it, right? So he quickly figures out, hey, I need to start a nonprofit if anybody's going to look at me, listen to me. And, and he runs into a medically retired U.S. Army sergeant first class who, who, who had been wounded in a rocket-propelled grenade attack in Iraq, and and GCC is the guy, what we call this gentleman, and, and GCC tells Dan, first of all, you know, we can find these guys in our own backyard, meaning Mississippi and Louisiana. I, and then he tells Dan, I could spend all day with, a, with a, a certified counselor and not find the therapeutic value of hanging around with five or six guys that have been there. Right. So, right. so, so GCC helps Dan find five other guys, and Dan takes these six guys on a deer hunt. And all his idea was just showing them a good time. Right. And, and what, what ends up happening, and, and, and there's a bond amongst veterans that just kind of happened. Right. And there's an even stronger bond amongst wounded veterans. Um, so, so the first day, these guys start opening up about the, their issues, talking to each other, telling their stories, advising each other. And Dan it looks at his brother and says, "Whoa, what the heck did we get into?" Uh huh. So, so, so from there, what what the Warrior Bonfire does is we take groups of six Purple Heart recipients, those guys wounded in combat at the hand of the enemy, on what we call bonfire retreats around the country. And 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 the first one was that was that deer hunt. The second one was 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 a ski trip up in in Grand County. Wow. And what we do is we still want to show them a good time. And there's healing in the great outdoors. But what really happens is is they create that bond and they open up to each other and and start healing each other. So the way I like to describe it is, is, you know, our hard work is the logistics, the fundraising, all that, all that, all that stuff that goes on that, that, but the important stuff, the stuff that's really healing, they do themselves. We do we do we do two kind of formal things at each bonfire trip. One is 
usually night one after dinner, sitting around the the dinner table, everybody tells their story. Sure. Now, I can't tell you how many bonfires I've been on, probably 50 or more. Wow. Um, but, But I've never been on one that there wasn't at least one guy that at least at one time contemplated taking their own life. Sure. A lot of times there are people that have attempted and, thank God, failed at taking their own life. So they, but they're telling their story so everybody understands who they're dealing with. And, and throughout the, you know, it's usually five to seven day trips. And, and, and throughout that time period, they're talking to each other and j- laughing with each other and helping each other. And then the other formal thing, at the end of every retreat, we do a bonfire. Now, An ac- actual bonfire. Well, yeah, no, that, it depends on where you're at. Right? Sure. Well, that's true. Uh, you know, <laughs> if, 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 we, we have actually had to do a bon, a burial. Oh, oh. In, in, in Colorado at times. But what we do is we retire a U.S. flag. We use an old Boy Scout ceremony, but we do it a little different. By not, we don't retire the whole flag as one. We cut it into stripes. We prep the flag, and everybody gets a red stripe, a white stripe, and a blue stripe. And each stripe is retired in honor of a fallen comrade. Okay. So you you can imagine that's pretty emotional, oh. which is, is very it's very emotional. Yeah, I'll bet. But 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 it's also very healing. There, there's a lot of guys with survivor's guilt out there, and they get rid of a little bit of that guilt at the bonfire. There's guys that have never that never had an opportunity to say good, goodbye to someone because they were wounded at the same time this guy got killed. And so while they're being flown to Germany and then flown home, they didn't get to say goodbye to their buddy that, that, that lost their life. Tough to live with that, um, isn't it, Mike? It, it it is tough to live with it, but 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 this helps them understand that they got to keep going on, um, and and that's really in a nutshell what we do. There's other things we do. We do some spouses bonfire trips for the spouses of Purple Hearts. We do some couples trips, um, but the main thing is is those retreats for for those guys wounded in battle. And it's all just wounded uh, soldiers or military people. It's not just regular military people that deliver the same issues. We 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 just do Purple Heart recipients. Okay. Um, and now that doesn't mean we couldn't help other guys, but 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 the reason why we're on Purple Hearts is it's an easy vetting process, and and, and you know we and we just we'd love to help everybody and take everybody, but we don't have the funds. To oh, do I'm sure. I'm sure. No, yeah. and, and you mentioned earlier. By the way, we're talking to uh, Mike Foss, who's president of Warrior Bonfire. We talked about the suicide rate of veterans higher than by far any other segment of a population. And probably I've heard more now about being the COVID being involved with that. How does the warrior bonfire help with that process? What is it that helps these people? Well, it really is in, in my mind, it's, it's, and, and I, I, this is going to take a little bit to explain what I'm thinking, what I, what, what, what it is, but, but people that have been through traumatic experiences in their life, and I'll tell you a couple stories that really don't have anything to do with Warrior Bonfire. But I'll tell you a couple stories. But people that, that have been through traumatic experiences in their life can only truly open up to someone that's been through the same or similar experience. 
so if you look at war every day for a year to shot, that's trauma upon trauma upon trauma. Right. 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 And 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 I want to give you two examples. I don't know if you remember or if you were here in in December of 2013. There was a shooting at Arapahoe High School. Oh sure. My son was two classrooms away from where everything went on. He heard the Molotov cocktail. He Molotov cocktails go off. He heard the gunfire. He knew the girl that was killed. He knew the shooter that took his own life. Yet he has never talked about his feelings that day with me, with his mom, with his big brother, with his big sister. Who has he talked to? Classmates, teachers, coaches. Um, and that's over a you know a ten fifteen minute period of trauma. Sure. And there's another guy. Another guy I want to tell you about is is a and then I'll tell you a third one about warrior, a warrior bonfire guy. This guy was named Philip Cassio, a World War II uh, veteran. Philip was in a B seventeen bomber going over the English Channel. The plane got shot down. They were able to land in the water and get out in a lifeboat, but they were captured by the Nazis. Philip spent. I think it was 811 days in a German POW camp. Wow. Dan was interviewing, or our founder Dan was interviewing him for the World War II Museum. Gosh, it's almost five years ago now. In 2016. And Philip, at age 97, tells Dan that throughout his life, he would get nightmares. What we call post-traumatic stress today. And what he would do would call up of one of his buddies that had been in the POW camp with him, talk it through, and the nightmares would go away. Oh, interesting. Then he tells Dan that now all those guys are gone, I've got nightmares almost every day. Oh, boy. So that stuff never really goes away. Um, then I'll tell you about a guy. This guy's this guy's name is Ned. He, he He's a veteran, wounded veteran, lives in Colorado Springs. He was told he was injured in an IED attack. And when he got to the hospital, and I can't remember which hospital he was at, but they told him he probably would never walk again. And his wife at the time just couldn't handle it and left him. Oh, boy. All right. Yeah. And, and, and when, when, when Ned got out of the hospital, he went and rented a cabin out in the woods in Missouri and just lived by himself for a year in total, not total isolation, but in isolation. And in, I think it was 2018, he joined us on a bonfire trip in California, Southern California on the beach. And Ned told his story and, and you know, it brought all of us to, at least brought me to tears. I'm not going to say all of us. I don't know if everybody else was crying, but it brought me to but today, Ned, a few year, a couple of years ago, he walked, and this is a guy that was told he was never going to walk again, and he walked the Baton Memorial Death March, a, 20, a, a marathon march in, in, at White Sands, New Mexico, in honor of the survivors of the Baton Death March. Oh, my goodness. And, and today, that guy has got a wonderful wife, two, three wonderful children, and, and his wife is, is and, and his and his life is good. 
Oh, that's great. Um, that's a good ending. I like that story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. So, and, and Mike, I'm getting towards the end here. I got to ask you though, how can okay. people how can people help you with Warrior Bonfire? What do you need? Well, we we always heard we always need volunteers. Obviously, always need donors. And 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 those donors can be, you know, monetarily. We get a lot of in-kind donations which, you know, hey, I got a cabin up in the mountains you can use. Right. Um, hey, I got you know you're taking guys skiing. I got I I, I got some free ski tickets. What that I can give you? Airline miles. There's all sorts of things that people can do to get to help us. Out. Do you have a website? Um, our website. Yep, it's warriorbonfireprogram.org. And that's all the information people can use to find to help you out, or maybe even yep, get involved yep. with a bonfire at some time. Yep, yep, yep. Exactly. And there's contact information on there. There's you can sign up as a volunteer and somebody will give you a call and all that good stuff. Well, give it to me one more time, the website, because people sometimes are running around trying to get paper and pencil so they can write it down. (laughs) I understand. (laughs) And I'm one of those. (laughs) Warriorbonfireprogram.org. So if you have a veteran in your family going through the issues that Mike Foss is relating to, this might be a time to help out. If you've been looking for an answer, this could be the answer, right, Mike? Exactly, and that's the biggest thing that we need. Thank you very much for your time. Congratulations on all your work, and again, thank you for what you've done for our country. We appreciate it very much. It's my pleasure, and thank you. Yep, we'll talk to you again soon, Mike. And you guys hang on now. It's Mile High Magazine. We'll take just a quick break, and we'll be right back.